It's the Puff and Steph Podcast. It's Puff. It's Steph. It's Tuesday. What up, everybody? Happy day of the week that people don't like the most, like Steph. It's just a weird day, you know? Steph is anti-Tuesday. She's a Tuesdayist. <laughs> uh, not a fan. Uh, so how are you doing, though, on this Tuesday? Okay? I'm okay. There's just there's just nothing real exciting about Tuesdays. No offense to anybody who particularly loves them for some I'm going to throw something out that's going to maybe change the way you look at Tuesdays. Really? Taco Tuesday. Oh, no, that's true. You know what, though? I don't celebrate that nearly as much as I should. You know, a lot of people don't at the moment. You know, people aren't going out to eat as much. Right. And Which is sad. you could celebrate it at home, but let's be honest, it's way more fun to have other people make you the tacos. And margaritas, yeah. And, and yeah, yep. I was going to say, and wash it down, maybe a, a margarita <laughs> or two. Definitely a margarita. So, okay, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but just un- but you need to understand Taco Tuesday is a thing. And whenever you're feeling down on a Tuesday, maybe bust out some uh, some some crunchy taco shells and go to town. It's a good way to treat yourself. Or just maybe visit an uh, authentic Mexican restaurant such as Taco Bell. Yes, I do love Taco Bell. Yeah, <laughs> no shame. You can't get much more authentic Mexican than Taco Bell. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Freisinger Hyundai, right in the price, right in the pike. We're in the American Shaman of PA studios. It's time to make your mental health a priority. Visit American Shaman of PA to meet with a certified wellness consultant. Do you remember, I want to say it was a, about a, two weeks ago, we talked about I forget which state was uh, having in, you know, there's deer season and bow season and turkey season. And then they were like, they were like, we're going to institute a Bigfoot season. Remember that? Yeah, vaguely. Well, now there's a $2.1 million bounty for capture of Bigfoot in Oklahoma. A bounty? A bounty. They put a bounty on his head. $2 million bounty on his head in Oklahoma. Uh, It began with state rep Justin Humphrey introduced a bill. To allow the capture of Bigfoot in Oklahoma. A state rep actually spent time well, on this. Well, remember how we talked about this? Like, this doesn't affect us because it's state Oklahoma yeah. legislature. But, like, imagine you spending money on taxes in Oklahoma and your rep goes, I propose. Apparently that's how they talk in, 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 you know, in any type of government. I propose we instill a Bigfoot hunting season. Well, that's what Justin Humphrey did in that exact way. Uh, Believe it or not, the bill went nowhere. It did grab a lot of attention. Humphrey's original plan suggested lawmakers set aside a $25,000 bounty for Bigfoot's capture. But then an upcoming Hollywood Bigfoot movie pledged around $2 million, while another private business promised an additional $100,000, bringing the bounty on Bigfoot's head to $2.1 million. And how are you going to prove that it's like the real Bigfoot when you supposedly capture him? Like, well, what else would it? I don't be? know. Can you tell me where? How, can no, you tell me I'm how saying, fake okay, Bigfoot would work? Well, tell me though. What does like? I feel like people have different images of what Bigfoot looks like—just a big hairy person looking. Like what? Yeah. I mean. What do you think? Like someone's bringing a bear and calling Bigfoot? I don't know. That's what I mean. I don't know. People are insane. Well, so far, no one has. Uh, Brought in Bigfoot for us to know whether or not it's, it's a fake one or real one. Uh, <laughs> apparently, um, a Bigfoot promotional campaign includes license plates, decals, actual commemorative tracking license, and Bigfoot checkout stations. 
Any profits generated from the new Bigfoot tourism campaign can be used to maintain the state's lakes, parks, and roadways. Okay, so what they're doing is they're taking this ridiculous thing and turning it into a money-making opportunity for the state. So if it helps preserve you know, the lakes and the forests and the animals in the forest and whatnot, that's fine, whatever. Uh, but you know, you know, no matter what, there's always going to be those people that take this way too seriously. So there's going to be the weirdos, Oklahomians, that are out in your forests with shotguns, ready to take down the Bigfoot. It's only a matter of time for just a random hairy guy gets shot. That's what I'm saying, though, is like they could bring in a bear or something. I know. It's I'm like... talking about a, I'm talking about a people. Well, that too. I'm okay, talking about too. one people seeing another people and that people going... I don't know if that's hairy guy or Bigfoot. You know what? It might be Bigfoot purposely dressing like a hairy guy in order to throw me off his scent. <laughs> eh, you're not going to get me today, Bigfoot. Boom! Shot. Dead. And then all of a sudden they dragged that hairy guy in. That's exactly what I was saying earlier. Like <sighs> The number one rule, though, is you must capture Bigfoot unharmed and can't injure anyone else or break any laws in the process. Those are the rules. So you can't shoot Bigfoot. That's 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 what their rules are. But if you don't care about the $2.1 million, you could just go around shooting hairy people. <laughs> but please don't. Please don't. I just, I, I don't know. These stories to me, I'm just always like, okay, I just don't get the Bigfoot, like the hype. I don't get it. You don't get the Bigfoot hype? No. It's like this thing people talk about, and I'm just like, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> Do you know March is, I think it's like Women's Month. I think March is like Women's yes, Month. Yes, like International Women's Day was last week. And then, and then, and then it was also I think International Women's Week was last week, and it was also like Women's Month. So okay, way to go, women. A day's not enough. We need a week. Okay, here's your week. <laughs> month. I mean, we could get a month. <laughs> One of each. Women are never happy. But anyway, March is also National Dog Lovers Month. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Aww. A survey finds 14% of dog owners have a social media account for their dog. Do you know there was a time where I thought about doing one for my dog, Ronnie, who passed away? Aww. And I just, I'm so lazy. Like, it's hard enough to post on all the sites I have to post on to begin with, let alone get one done for my dog. Right, because you and I work in a business where we not only have, like, our personal social media accounts, yes. but other, I have, like, three of them. So yes. I just, it's a lot. Plus, there's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I just, it's too much. It's but, so much. But I'm all about it. When other people do it, I will follow your dog. Absolutely. My Sign friend, me up. My friend has a pig. I follow that. Really? Yeah. Lives in the house? Yep. Nice. A couple of them, actually. Nice. Yeah. I used to have a uh, MySpace account for Snickers when I was younger. My dog, when I was growing up. Um, and what, I thought, what was her top eight? Oh, well, I was obviously number one. I don't know who else was on there. Actually, it's a good question. But I do know that her MySpace song was obviously Who Let the Dogs Out. Of course And her was. little quote right next to her profile picture said Wolf. And I thought I was, like, the most creative person <laughs> on the face of the earth. My brothers still make fun of me for it. <laughs> uh, this is funny. If dog owners had to choose between keeping their dog and keeping their smartphone... 55% would choose their dog. Uh, yeah, that number should be higher. What are you people doing? I mean, what do you mean? I need a little bit more context. Because listen, you and I both use our phone for our jobs. We True. both use our phone. I don't, at this point, I'm dependent. I will 
I will throw myself at the mercy of technology. I am 100% dependent on my phone. You take my phone away and give me like an old flip phone and I'm going to be like, oh, my life's over. My life's over. I don't know what to do. My life's over. Most people would freak out. Right. What do you mean by choose between my dog and my phone? Is it like, like I get to keep my phone and you kill my dog? Or is it like just my somebody else takes my dog? Like the and, dog just goes to another home. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like we need some answers. Either you you keep your dog and give up your phone, or you keep your phone and we kill your dog. Aww. Like, yeah, so I need more context because it'll be harder for me if the dog goes to a loving home. Either way, your answer should be your dog. I don't know. I'm gonna be honest. If my dog goes wow, to a, if my dog if my dog goes to a loving home where he's gonna be taken care of, okay. I well, I need my phone. No, there's no way. I could never. And you know what? I need it for work. But guess what? You and my bosses with the senators, they just have to understand. And they're dog people, so. They would get it. Sorry, I can't do that stuff on my phone anymore. I want to believe that. I want to believe that. But like It used to be the Puff and Step podcast, but she had to make this really weird choice between her dog and her phone. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, why? And, we don't know. And yeah, and so she she picked her dog, so I had to get someone else who had who I could have access to at all times. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up in just a couple of minutes, at what point do you just kind of say, maybe marriage isn't for me? It's the Puff and Step podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at hempishealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. 
Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. So you know who Nicolas Cage is, right? Yes. One of my favorite movies, National Treasure. Okay, yeah. He is a ridiculous actor. And I don't necessarily mean ridiculous in a good way. Um, He is like way over the top. And National Treasure is actually one of those movies where he just... He's okay. He like tones it down a little bit. He's not bad. I think he's amazing in it. Most Nicolas Cage movies, he's a little like it's like he does like a three bang energy drinks before he jumps on screen. Wait, like what movie? I don't know if I have Gone seen... in sixty seconds. He's a crazy person. Never seen it. Um, go the Ghost Rider movie. He's hilarious. He's just way overacting. Over the top. Okay. Yeah, way overacting. Um, National Treasure, he does a pretty decent job. And I like that movie, too. He kills it. I love that <laughs> no, movie. You kill it, Nick. What's <laughs> up, man? Here, so Nicolas Cage is really known for two things. Actually, three things. One, overacting like a champ. Two, he's terrible with money. This dude made money hand over fist, and he, like, filed for bankruptcy. He's, like, he's crazy terrible. I'm bad with money. This dude is terrible with money. Okay? And he actually has money. I'm not, I don't have any money. Uh, and he's known for getting married. He's like the J-Lo of dudes. That's right. Marriage, I yeah. forgot about that. You know, she gets married all the time. So does he. Um, Nicholas Cage got married for a fifth time. This time is to Rico Shibata. couple got married last month, February 16th, in a small ceremony at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. The couple exchanged traditional Catholic and Shinto vows with readings of Walt Whitman poetry, Japanese haiku, uh, Cage is 57, Rico is 26, so right around your She's age. She's younger than I am. Would you marry a 56-year-old, Steph? Mm, I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. <laughs> gotta, I think I gotta rule that out. All right. Uh, they, they've been together since shortly after his last marriage to uh, Erica Kiyoki, which lasted for four days. That's what I was gonna say. That was like... Not, that was a really bad one. Yep. Uh, Cage's third ex-wife, Alice Kim, with whom the actor is still on good terms, joined the couple to celebrate after the wedding. Interesting. Yeah. He's also been previously married to actress Patricia Arquette and the daughter of Elvis, Lisa Marie Presley, who was also married to Michael Jackson. Wow. A lot of like intertwining circles it's here. It's like, you ever hear the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yes. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> How are you, in one way or another, married to Nicolas Cage? <laughs> There's got to be a way. He has so many wives. Absolutely. Uh, now, I don't want to wish ill will on this couple. They've actually been together for almost two years. Which is a long time in Hollywood. Yeah, for real. But I'm just going to go ahead and play law averages. These two aren't going to make it. So after he gets out of his fifth marriage, at what point are you just like, eh? Marriage isn't for me. You know, the, like they've been they've been going strong since 2019. So maybe the second they put a label on it, it starts to go down. I have a friend who it seems like every single time, and this is real, every single time he puts it changes his Facebook status to in a relationship. Within days, that relationship is over. No. So he'll be, he'll be seeing a girl, talking to a girl, spending time with her, enjoying her company. And the second they go, hey, do you want to make this Facebook official? Yeah, sure. That'll be cute. Relationship status changed in a relationship with blah, 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 blah. Days. This last one just happened with him. No lie. Within 12 hours. He's like, well, 
He's like, oh, well. No. Yeah, on to, on to the next one. See, that's a good reason to wait to put it, like, give it a couple months and see if it's going well before you put it out there. Because then you have all the questions from everybody. Oh, are you still with Susan? Right. Nah, this guy Ugh. just makes it pretty well known that he's not with Susan anymore. Oh, he posts about the breakup. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, like, he would talk to you, like, personally. Oh, no. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's very open. So he's, like, interesting to follow because, like, there's <laughs> just, always something. To say the least. To say the least. But, wow. you know, at what point does Nicolas Cage, because, again, I, I don't wish them any ill will. I have no problem with Nicolas Cage personally. I'm just playing law averages here. This isn't going to last. So do you just say, you know, maybe I'll just date and not marry ever. I mean, he's 57. I think he has kids. Like, just... Do you? Why do you have to put labels on everything? I think a lot of people say that, and I'm talking like normal, not rich and famous people. They say that after like one marriage. I don't want to get married again. But that a lot of times that changes because you meet somebody. Sure. Makes you, so that's probably what's happening with him is like, I'm not getting married again. And then he falls in love with this girl who's like, I'm going to get married. And he's like, okay, babe. Yeah, I mean, she's 26. So I don't know if this is her first marriage or not. Let's just say it is for sake of argument. I'm sure it was her idea to get married. I think it'd be a good idea to get married. Exactly. I can't, I can't believe I'm going to marry the guy from National Treasure. <laughs> I'd be pumped. <laughs> uh. Right. I mean, I, I'm sure that she wouldn't be okay with just being together and not getting married. I mean, she's at that age where it's like, yeah, well, I want to get married. Best day of my life. Yeah. Maybe. Probably. A lot of girls in my age range, I think, they want that. And this girl's in your age range. It's so weird. I can't... I can't believe you just would dismiss a 57-year-old just like that. Oh, like from dating him? Mm-hmm. Well, there's reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no offense what to that, anybody. What would those reasons be? <laughs> um, wanting to have children? <laughs> We can have kids. That's a good thing about dudes. We can have kids up until the day we die. You know what? You're right. I can't even argue with that. Speaking of die, he'll die when you know when they're still kids. So have fun taking care of them. But chances are you're going to inherit some money from them. So at if, least there's that. If you are going to, Steph, here's my piece of advice. If you are going to go after someone older, just make sure they're wealthy. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? Right. Well, or else what? Or else what do they have to offer? Nothing. Just kidding. That's mean. Um. A man in the UK was jailed after confessing to four bank robberies, an attempted robbery, and a fire, firearms offense. He was caught when he tried to use a taxi as a getaway vehicle, but the driver realized what was happening and refused to wait and just sped off. The man had apparently researched his crimes in advance. Download this is this is real. Downloading several online crime guides, including one titled "How to Rob a Bank." <laughs> Very uh, conspicuous. Yeah. There, there are guides out there for anything. There's YouTube videos out there for anything. You want to learn how to build a deck? That exists. You want to learn how to train your pet goat? That exists. You want to learn how to rob a bank? That exists. <laughs> but, like, who sets this up? Who's like, I'm going to make a training guide for how to rob a bank, publish it, make it into a PDF, a YouTube video? Like, the, who does that? You know, when I'm learning, when I was learning, um, or I'm always learning, but... When at first I was beginning to learn like videography and video editing and things like that, there when I was going through YouTube videos, how-to videos, things like that, a lot of these people were selling guides. They were selling like PDF guides on how to do this, how to do that, basics of this. All I can think of is like a YouTube guy 
like bragging that he's robbed six, seven banks and going, <laughs> do you want to learn how to rob banks? Really simple. For just $19.99, go to my webpage and you can download How to Rob a Bank. It's very simple. Right. Is this guy like an influencer? Does he like make have an Instagram account? <laughs> Follow me for the best bank robbing tips. <laughs> Today's video on how to get away from your bank robbery, bank robbery brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Use twenty, use my code for twenty percent off. <laughs> like, how does this work? <laughs> you can notice this is a video from my last robbery, and I'm wearing those TikTok <laughs> leggings that everyone is talking about. Description or link it below in the description how link to get this, bio. how yeah. to get those leggings for yourself. Exactly. You want to rob a bank while well, everyone's? I couldn't. I, could, I can't describe him unless you want me to describe his butt and those leggings. <laughs> Link in the description. Yeah. So, I don't, again, I, I didn't know there was online guide, crime guide, online crime guides out there. But yeah, who knew? They exist. Coming up next, I think you're going to be angry at this. But other people are angry at this for a different way. I'll explain. It's the Puffin Steph Podcast. Freisinger Hyundai, a refreshingly different car buying experience. Freisinger Hyundai dedicates itself to customer satisfaction. From the initial sale to the maintenance you'll need during the life of the vehicle, Freisinger Hyundai treats you like family. Check out their large selection of both the latest Hyundai lineup to certified pre-owned and used vehicles. Come see how Freisinger Hyundai drives the difference and tailors the purchase process to your needs. Right on the price, right on the pike. Freisinger Hyundai, 6115 Carlisle Pike Mechanicsburg, 717 766 8422. During this time, many are out of work and struggling just to get by. It's good to know that your friends at Capital City Buy and Sell in Harrisburg have your back. If you're in need of extra help during the pandemic, you can pawn or sell unwanted or unneeded items that you may have laying around your house, including jewelry, electronics, tools, musical instruments, and a whole lot more. Capital City Buy and Sell is open seven days a week, and they're always paying cash. Plus, they have low pawn interest and terms if you aren't quite ready to say goodbye to your item just yet. Capital City Buy and Sell, 3517 Walnut Street, Harrisburg. Online at harrisburgpapawn.com. Great news, everyone. American Shaman of PA's doors are back open for normal operations, and they're ready to bring you the much-needed relief that you've been waiting for. They care about their customers, and their customers keep coming back for more. Steve K says, American Shaman products drastically decrease my back pain and relieve my stress in just one month. Thank you. Stop by your local American Shaman of PA store for a free CBD sparkling water and free samples. Find their locations and more at HempusHealth.com. Do you love saving money but hate buying one of those coupon books filled with places you'll never go to? Well, here comes Quick Save Coupons to save the day. Quick Save Coupons is an app where you can find savings for restaurants, stores, and experiences that you will love. And here's the best part. It's free. No big coupon books to buy. No websites to give your information to. Quick Save Coupons will show you all of the savings in your area right on your phone. Just go to Google Play or the App Store and download the Quick Save Coupons app. Then start saving money on many of the places you already go to. Now back to the Puff and Steph podcast. So Shallow Water High School in Lubbock, Texas, catching some heat for an assignment called Chivalry Day. Okay. I think you'd be all about this. It's where boys and girls were supposed to show respect for each other. For some reason, right? That sounds awesome, right? Yeah. This is going to make you stuff. mad. For some reason, parents and people on the internet got upset over this. And before it happened, Chivalry Day was canceled. 
Is this because of like the whole like women are independent and don't need a man to open the door for her? <laughs> do you, Does this have to do, do you with know? That? I don't. It's it's kind of like that. But do you know that there was a tweet going around saying that uh, men opening the door for women is part of the patriarchy, and and it's and it's it's a subconscious way of men telling women when they can and can't enter a building. You are joking. <laughs> Yeah, people have. The problem is COVID. People have way too much time on their hands. They don't have jobs right now. Right. <laughs> Y'all need to get back to work. That is ridiculous. You should be opening the door for a woman. All right. Rules for the boys on Chivalry Day. Gentlemen will dress appropriately with in jackets and ties or suits. Aww. Again, this is high school. Gentlemen will rise when a lady walks into the room. Gentlemen will show courtly courtesy as they assist ladies who have dropped an article by picking it up. Gentlemen will assist ladies to seat themselves or rise from their seats. Okay. So that's the dudes. All females will be considered noble women and be addressed as milady. <laughs> <laughs> milady. Uh, when taking a lady out for the evening, the gentleman will pay all expenses. Yes. Okay. I'm all about that. So, milady. Here are the rules for the girls. Ladies must dress in a feminine manner to please the men. Oh, this is probably what made people mad. That this line is it. right there. Yeah, That's it. it. Shut it down. Yep, they ruined it. Shut it down. Ruined it. Um, Stephanie, you are not pleasing to the men. Go home. No. I mean, I don't think it means like dress like a hoe or anything. Just maybe like, maybe clothing that's like. I don't know, like eye-catching or the way bright? You yeah, not for high school. That's yeah. not a good way to word it. All right. Uh, ladies must address all men respectfully by title with a lowered head and curtsy. Oh, no. I wouldn't be doing that. <laughs> curtsy. Mr. Puff? Mr. Puff. <laughs> um, let's see. What else we got? Oh, yeah. Ladies must not complain or whine. Okay. okay, this is another part that probably angered people. Ladies must cook something for the gentlemen in their class. Uh, see, this is where things all went downhill. Ladies must not initiate conversation Oh, no. Okay, maybe I was wrong. Ladies must walk behind men or walk daintily as, they're, as if their feet were bound. Daintily? Yes. What does it even mean? Outside the classroom, ladies cannot show intellectual superiority if it would offend the men around them. You know what? Let's okay. Let, let's talk. This is taking a turn. Hold for on. Us. Let's talk about this. <laughs> on the surface, it is something that you would get angry about, and you'd be like, "This is cancel culture, kind of," and this is the what. But I don't think there's too many people out there who are going to necessarily be like, "Yeah, I think this is a great day." <laughs> right. I, I think a lot of people agree with the man stuff. I was all about all of it. Right. But maybe this just shows us that some of the stuff from the past that seemed normal, that seemed polite, we should carry over into today's society. And maybe some of the other stuff, yeah, we, we could kind of, you know, leave that in the past yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we don't need to do that. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Although I do enjoy the, hey, ladies, don't, don't act smart around me, all right? Don't make me feel stupid. <laughs> Yeah, that's bad. And the cooking and walking daintily, like, what is like, what does that mean? This I, th is what I I'm think picturing. I think that's what it means. <laughs> and then I think also, ladies, you get a fainting couch. So at any point when you feel overwhelmed, you just be like, ah, 
<laughs> but you got to do it by the fainting couch. Oh, yeah. So, right. At first, I was totally on your side. Mm -hmm. I think we were on, on the same side of, wow, this is really dumb. Like, God forbid people are polite to each other. But when you dig deeper, maybe I kind of understand why people... Not maybe. I do understand why some people had a problem. Yeah, they took it too far. Yeah. Guys act that way all the time. Ladies, you know... Let me just, out of these, let me, ladies, let me pick out what you should be doing. Don't complain or whine. <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, are, wait, are men allowed to complain and whine? Doesn't say that up there. We're, you gotta understand, it, it, at a time, though, we were the ones, like, making all the money. So we're, like, we make the money so we can complain. You guys will sit there and listen to us. What are you, com com what are you gonna complain about? You couldn't get the spot out of the rug? Jeez. <laughs> Um, oh no. And I kind of just out of sheer curiosity, I want you to walk daintily. So mm. don't complain or whine. And I want to see this dainty walk thing. I'm okay. Skip out on the dainty walk. No, you will do it. You will like it because you're a woman. <laughs> All right. 45% of people surveyed said this is their biggest annoyance at work. Does it have to do with a coworker? In a way. Um,. <sighs> I don't think when we were working together in the office setting, I don't think this was our biggest annoyance. But I could see how it could get annoying. It has to do with someone else you work with. Yeah. Something that they do that annoys you? or so uh, um, Yeah, it's something multiple people do. It usually takes up some of your time where you should be working. You're doing this instead. Uh, coworkers making small talk. When you have what today. kind of small talk? Oh, talking about themselves. Not talking about themselves, no. Complaining. No, not complaining. So it's a type of small talk. Gossiping. There we go. Gossiping. You know, I, it, I'm i not gossiping, but I am like, I, I'm, kind nosy. Of, I'm kind of social and oh. I do, but I'm, but here's the thing is I'm aware of it. Like if I'm talking to somebody at work and we're like socializing after like 10, 15 minutes at the most, I'm like, all right, I got to let them get back to work. You know what you're, I mean? So you're, so you're self-aware. Yeah, I try to be very self-aware that like they have other things to do. It's been estimated that around 4 billion of lost productivity occurs each year because of this. $4 billion? $4 billion of lost productivity occurs each year because of this. So it's something that's happening at work? It's making you less productive? Not necessarily at work, but it affects your work. And it happens every year right around the same time. Christmas! Nope. Christmas is, you Is it know. a holiday? Nope. Daylight savings. Or nope. the opposite. Or the other one. Nope. It happens around the same time. And it, it does it distract you? Yes. It distracts you from work? Yep. And it's not a holiday. Nope. Same time every year. Mm-hmm. Does it just happen once a year? Or is it like a span of time every year? It's, like, is it summertime? No. Nope. It's a one time a year thing? Yep. I'll give you a hint. It's going on this month. St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> we lose $4 billion on St. Patrick's Day? We no. get really excited about our green beer. No. Um, wait, it's happening this week. It's happening right around now. What are you looking at? I'm thinking. <laughs> I was like, do you, have a calendar, <laughs> do you have a calendar over there you're looking at? No. It's not. A, I almost said Easter. It's not a holiday. Nope. Something that happens in March? Yeah. You're not really a huge fan of this, so I don't think that 
I'm not surprised you're having struggles. A huge fan of it. What what kind of like it's a one day thing? No. It's multiple days. It's a few days. Oh, Lent. <laughs> no. You're, I know you're not a huge fan of Lent, but no. <laughs> oh, this is hard. Um, there are people screaming at you right now because they're mega fans and potentially degenerate gamblers. Mardi Gras. Oh. <laughs> no. Do people gamble for Mardi Gras? No, it's not Mardi, Mardi Gras. Gras. Something with gambling. Yeah. March Madness. There we yeah. go. There we go. You know what? It's so different this year with COVID. I haven't really heard that much about it. I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't like basketball, so I don't care. I like to fill out the brackets and just to be like involved and like. Sure, something to talk about, something to gossip about at work. Exactly. Yeah. All right, friends. That is your Tuesday show. We'll be back on Wednesday. Enjoy your day. We'll see you then. It's the Puff and Steph podcast.